Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com and Draft.com, where if you use the promo code BOXES, you will get a free entry to your first draft. I'm your host, Mike Katrin. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael, how are you this fine day? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. It's I can feel. We are talking about you your know, favorite team, so you should be excited today. Is this the Chicago Bulls episode? Well, it's it's the Finally? Chicago Chicago Bulls Western Conference. Oh, is that uh, the the Golden State Warriors? No, close. <laughs> oh, is it the Thibodeau Bulls? Yes. The Timberwolves. So, so, oh question. no! Question to kick this off, Mike. Do they sign Joakim Noah and Luol Deng? I think they're definitely going to sign Luol Deng, who is one of the most underrated players of all time. Uh, Joakim Noah, maybe not. I guess if Tibbs, I would love that. You, if Tibbs breaks you, he feels the need to like still give you a job and let you make the millions. Yeah, he's like, well, your longevity of your career is is dead, but I can at least throw you like five million on the side. All those guys, I mean, all those guys, Der- Derek and Joakim and Luau, they're all just their their <laughs> legs are all broken. It's really, really, really sad. Uh, but if they sign those and guys, man, I'm gonna fly up to. Man. Yeah, I'm gonna fly. And Taj, uh, Taj is still kicking it. Uh, in my opinion, there was a, t- a tweet out there. Said, uh, what's, who's the most underrated player in the in the in the league right now? And the answer is Taj Gibson. The dude's a playoff starting caliber four, and no one ever talks about him. Nobody gives a crap, and he's improved his game every single year. And he's tough as hell, and he plays his ass off. Taj Gibson's the most underrated player in the league. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going. I'm not going to yeah. argue with that. You are not allowed to argue with that. But um, we are in the middle of our 30, for, 30 teams in over 30 days, and we're doing the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, who, um, if I, like I said, if they sign Noah and Dang, I'm going to fly up to a game. So every, all our listeners up in Minnesota, I'll, I'll be up there at some point this winter to freeze to death and to see Tom Thibodeau run Carl Anthony Towns' legs into the ground um, and, and feel really, really sad about it. Uh, before we get started, I do want to mention that we do have a Patreon, um, Tyler's uh, Dynasty League. Uh, we are still waiting for responses for some of our from some of our subscribers. So if you subscribe and respond to the email, you actually might sneak into the Dynasty League. Uh, so everybody needs to get out there, give us your information if you're already a subscriber to Patreon, or if you want to get into Tyler's Dynasty League or Mike's Boring Redraft League, uh, go to Patreon.com/slash/WatchingTheBoxes. And uh, subscribe today. I want to give a special shout out to some of our Patreon subscribers, uh, Dennis Lopez. We know you, Dennis. Uh, thanks, you. Thank you so much for um, subscribing to the Patreon. And uh, Andrew Caleros, um, which is easier to say than the Icelandic names from last episode. And then also a guy, just a guy named Richard. That's it. No, no last name, no, uh, no other information. Just the mysterious Richard. 
I want to thank all you for subscribing to our Patreon. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we will be getting you an email to sign up for our Dynasty or Redraft Leagues if you want to be in those. Um, like I said, subscribe as a Patreon. We're also providing exclusive content in the lead-up to the season to prepare you for your drafts. That's patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Tyler, let's talk about no, Tyler's not these in Minnesota Timberwolves. Not watching the boxes. Tyler's not subscribed to the Patreon. No, 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 no. Slash Tyler. You said slash Tyler. No, if he's not they're not when I'll put my name in there, you'll, yeah. you'll mess we'll it up. Put though. slash watching the boxes Tyler. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other site <laughs> that you don't want to know about. Skyline. Uh, There's a lot of uh, uh, explicit content on that site. Instead, just watching the boxes. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm not going to go there. I'm not clicking on that. (laughs) All right. Enough of this nonsense. Let's talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves, a team that I will watch too many games of because, you know what, their style of play isn't that great, but, you know, Carl Anthony Towns is... Just easily one of the most fascinating, I think, to me, basketball, like basketball in general players to watch because he is incredibly fluid with the ball. He runs around screens like he's a he's a guard. He shoots threes off those screens. He's seven foot tall. He's one of the best scoring big men of, uh, I don't know, in the league, let alone just in the last, you know, 20 some years. And yet, for some reason, he still takes less shots than half the team. So a real big, fat question mark on why the hell that would ever happen. But also, he's a top-five fantasy player. So I I guess I'm going to start with, because let's just get it out of the way, where are you picking Carl Anthony Towns in the first round? Well, I mean, we talk about this a lot. I mean, it's all personal preference, right? He's fourth in Mark's rankings. He's fifth in ESPN. He's 6.3 average draft position on Yahoo. Like, the first seven or eight guys, like, it's all just on who you want. I mean, they all are great. They all do really good things. Like, I'm not going to fault you for picking any of them anywhere. So, I mean, personally, for me, I'm going to pick Harden. I'm going to pick Curry. I'm going to pick Durant. And I'm going to pick Giannis, and then I'm probably going to pick Carl Towns. Interesting. A lot of people are out on Curry this year. I think that is real foolish. If you can get Curry with a seventh, eighth, ninth pick out there, that's first off insane. And second off, oh, wait, I, uh, I, I forgot about pick. AD, didn't I? Yeah, you did forget AD. Um, I, yeah. I, have, uh, I have Cat Daddy over Giannis in my rankings. I got him at five. I might move him up to four. Um, All right. I don't know. I just think they're all like so close and they're all kind of personal preference. And they are pretty much someone was asking, who do I take with the fourth pick? This guy, or this guy I was like, who, who cares? It doesn't really matter. You're going to build your team in the later rounds who you lead with really. In my opinion, there's a, a tier one, a and a tier one B Harden and Anthony Davis are in my tier one. A and I think you pick them over everybody else. Other than that, tier B is the next, you know, six, seven guys, whatever. Yeah, right. And it's like, I mean, they're all just so close. Do you want a point guard? Do you want a big man? Do you want this? Do you want that? And a lot of it, too, should come down to you for how do you feel about the mid-round big men, right? Are you okay with having your center being 
Stephen Adams or Jonas Valanciunas or Hassan Whiteside, or do you think you need Carl Anthony Towns to be your your center? Uh, yeah, yeah, and, that, and then that you, personally, that could, could, yeah, that could bump your your thought up on Carl Anthony Towns, just being like, oh, those kind of the next tier of big men. I'm either not going to get them or I'm not interested in them, and I'm going to have to wait till like the seventh, eighth round to pick a center. You might be okay with that because everybody else is going to be waiting that long too. Or you could just say, I'm going to get my center out of the way and pick Carl Anthony Towns. Personally, it just doesn't matter to me. Yeah, but if you pick um, Towns third. I, I mean, I wouldn't say, oh, you're stupid. Cool. Yeah, that'd be totally fine. He's a fantastic uh, center, especially great in Roto. Like, just, you know, go ahead and do it. Um, I think that's enough Carl Anthony Towns. Let's just get him out. I want to get him out of the way because we all know Carl Anthony Towns is damn good. Dude, um, here, serious question. One last one on Towns. Could he be the top percentage three-point shooter in the league this year? He's taken two pretty big jumps, including shooting 42.1% last year. That is insane. Um, the answer to the question is no, but but it's still insane. The answer, yeah, the answer is uh, Lowry Marketing still in the league, so the answer is no, bro. But you know, what I mean, forty-two point one percent from a seven-footer, just insanity. Um, yeah, if you have a chance to go see uh, Minnesota play live this year, wherever you live, uh, I'd recommend it. Watching Carl Anthony Towns in action in person is surreal because you just don't. I just you just never seen a person move like that, shoot like that. Highly recommend it. And you get so to let's see talk him play thirty six minutes a game. So I mean, yeah, you'll definitely see him play. Um, <laughs> and you get to hear Tibbs yell until his until his voice goes. So there's that too. All right, let's talk about the the rest of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Tyler, what is the most interesting fantasy thread going into the season for the Minnesota Timberwolves? So, it's nothing. We know exactly what this team is. Exactly. We saw it last year. Okay, they got rid of Jamal Crawford. That was it, right? Oh, man. Not Jamal Crawford. You know what I mean? And throws the whole chemistry out of whack. And say what you want about Tibbs or, or his coaching or any of that stuff. Like, throw that all aside. Here's the facts. He plays all the starters. 35 minutes a game or 37 minutes a game. So no one on the bench plays anything enough to get any fantasy value. So you know who to be. It's it's five people. There's five people worth owning on this team. There might be a few worth streaming. That's it. Yeah, um, he's the he's almost the anti-pop, you know. Um, you Pop's going to play your guys weird minutes, weird rotations, 27, 28 minutes a game, and Tibbs is going to run those guys in the ground. You're going to get maximum value. Which also does, like, if someone leaves the team, like if Jimmy Butler went to another team and only played 31 minutes, that would really affect his value. But Jimmy Butler has not uh, done that. So, um, in fact, you could just bet on another 36, 37 minutes a night from Jimmy Butler this year. Like clockwork. And you could probably also expect, you know, 10 to 15 games of him sitting out with a mysterious leg injury. That will end his career early. So um, good luck, I guess, with Jimmy Butler. But I want to talk about Jimmy Butler, actually, because to me, he's obviously the second highest-ranked fantasy player on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I've been seeing Jimmy go uh, very late in a lot of the mock drafts I've been watching. And, and Jimmy Butler I... is not – like uh, that, that baffles me. It's not just mock drafts, man. 
Yahoo ADP, 26.3. He is a third-round pick in Yahoo Leagues. Yeah, no. Like, that's just uh, – that's incorrect. Like, I, I don't I don't know what to make of it. And, you know, I, I do lean heavily on Roto rankings because I am a Roto player. But uh, in a 12-team standard league draft, uh, if you account for all nine categories, uh, and even if you don't, I mean, this guy's an elite steals guy. He scores 22, 23 points a game, five rebounds, five assists. Like the, you got that across the board production, good percentages. But here's where he's finished per game for the last four seasons 10, 10, 15, 8. Consistent. 10, 10, 15, 8. So why is he ranked in the third round by anyone? Do you have an answer to that, Tyler? I have an answer. I don't agree with the answer, but I have an answer for you. Um, okay. Let me hear Last it. three years game, 67, 76, 59, going to be 29 this season. I think that's why, right? People see the minutes that are insane, right? They've been insane for how many years now? And I think at some point people get in their own head a little bit and they're like looking like, Oh, this might be the year that he plays 59 again, or this might be the year that he plays 40, right? They kind of get in their own head and talk themselves out of it a little bit. Um, I have them ranked 15th in in my rankings um, for what that's worth. Yeah. In fact, I think we talked about this in the Oklahoma city uh, podcast you asked me if I finally have ranked Paul George over Jimmy Butler. And the answer was yes, I, I, I did for that particular reason. Jimmy Butler is getting those tip legs and uh, he does consistently seem to miss 15, sometimes 20 uh, games a year. But the starts that you get from him are all quality. And often those, the, those missed games do happen in the later half of the season. So he is – a really good candidate to to ride through into the all-star break and and then maybe try to move before that or right after the beginning of the year and uh, you know sell high on Jimmy Butler but um I I did I, Jimmy Butler still in my top 15 well here's what he, I'll say he does he is a second tier player and like a mid second tier player now for me yeah if I'm if I'm picking on the turn I probably can find somebody I like a little bit better than Butler in both spots but if I'm picking even after in the 12 team league, even after like those first two or three picks in the Yahoo league, I'm probably going to own Jimmy Butler as my second round player in every other situation. Like he's going in the third round in most leagues, not in mine. Yeah. I, I'm, he's not making it past the turn in, in a league that I'm in. And I, I, I would say he should not be making it well past the turn. He should not be making it to the middle of the second round. Like that, that's just doesn't make any sense to me. I know some people in a head to head league might just say, okay, uh, Westbrook, Ben Simmons, Embiid, all those guys should be drafted over Jimmy Butler. Okay, you can make that argument. That's that's fine. Um, I just, you know, as, as a Roto player and someone who really respects the amount of uh, fantasy value that Jimmy Butler gives you, I, I'm still not, he's not leaving the, as a top 15 player. In my draft, yeah. like he's definitely going to be drafted in the first fifteen play. Yeah, so I mean, I don't really think there's much to say. I think we know what he is. Um, the the field goal percentage probably goes down a little bit from last year. I think, 
but I mean, also yeah, the, it was at forty-seven. So I mean, maybe that's what boosted it, right? There's a lot of good scores on that team. Yeah, there are, um, and that probably helped. You know, he did bump it up from forty-five to forty-seven. It probably reverts a little bit back down to that forty-five, forty-six range. Uh, other than that, low turnovers. So if you don't play in a turnover league, because you don't, you know, you don't like the challenge of dealing with turnovers, you you just want to go on easy mode for your fantasy draft and not have turnovers. Uh, then Jimmy Butler's uh, value does drop a little bit, but uh, other than that, Jimmy Butler should be easily a second round player, and anyone who tells you differently is wrong. And I will stand right next to that one at the end of the season when I show you how he is ranked. Um, I, I promise to do that. All right. The rest of this squad, oof, um, most of these players are not my favorite. Do not hate players. on my favorite player, Mike. Do not do it. Um, now, last year, we, we've touted our horn about this, I think, enough, but this, so this will be the last time we, uh, we trump it out um, that we were 100% right on Jeff Teague being a very decent to good point guard. A lot of people were out on him going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. They figured he wasn't going to have the ball in his hand, blah, 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 blah. Turns out 14 points, seven assists, which is one of the more elite assists uh, guys in the league now, and 1.5 steals all around, kind of across the board, solid player. Jeff Teague going into year two in Minnesota. Um, how do you see his rankings for next year? Oh, I'm doubling down. He's a top 50 guy, and there were, there were a lot of sites out there telling you, oh, if you pick Jeff Teague, you know, in the top 50, that you're doing it wrong with this transition. Like Minnesota. It's people just, weren't no. even drafting him. Like, like, that's how bad it got. Well, I don't think that. I think they were picking him, like, 75, 80. And, I mean, I had Jeff Teague in pretty much every league I played in last year. And that'll probably happen again, right? ESPN ranks 74, Yahoo ADP 59.4. This is a top 50 player, people. He just yep. is. Like, he's, he's a- going to play huge minutes with Tibbs. He's going to shoot the ball well, well to the well for point guard, like 44, 45%. He's going to shoot well from the free throw line. He's going to hit you. Eh, okay, the threes aren't going to be great but they're going to be at a relatively just above league average percentage. He's going to get you like seven assists. Like, I don't see what there's not to like about Jeff T. I agree. And when Jimmy Butler was out, he actually took a bigger role on the team and his rankings went up. Like, you know, he was scoring more and, you know, he was, he was just getting more uh, usage. So he was taking more shots, scoring at the same clip. Uh, getting the line a little bit more, so you know there is a potential there if you if you don't own Jimmy Butler, that uh you know if something happens to Jimmy Butler, Jeff Teague does become more valuable in that case. So just kind of the, nothing but upside. I feel he's thirty years old, so he is on the second half of his prime, but I don't see why he wouldn't produce a very similar stat line as he did last year, and and like you said, still being overlooked in drafts. Yeah, and this might be another vote for Carl Anthony Towns. It's like, I can have this guy as my point guard at a two-round value, right? Like, talking 74 to a top 50 player, like, that's a big value on ESPN. So, you know, that's two full rounds of value you can get. Yeah, you are you are going to be able to underdraft Jeff Teague this year. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, all right, 
those are the main standard league relevant guys in the, on this squad. But I, I feel like there is, uh, like I said, another standard league relevant guy who's always underrated, and his name is Taj Mahal Gibson, one of the greatest underrated players in Bulls history. Um, perhaps, maybe, maybe not teared up during the tribute video to Taj Gibson at the United Center, uh, especially when he dunked all over Dwayne Wade in the playoffs. One of the greatest Taj Gibson moments. Um, that's enough of t- about Taj Gibson's storied career as an um, incredible Bulls player. Let's talk about his fantasy value. Very good year from Taj Gibson. Moved into the starting lineup. Got rid of George, Gorgie Dang. Basically, uh, told Gorgie Dang to hit the hit the bricks, man. Get out, get out of the country. Kicked him out of the country. Taj Gibson did, which is a pretty shitty thing to say. But, uh, you know, Taj Gibson's talent was so good that Gorgie Dang, I think, voluntarily left the country. So Taj ended up getting 33 minutes a game. And um, he was a solid, good percentage. Almost block, almost steal, seven rebound, 12 point a night guy. Very consistent. Is there anything going to change between last season and this season with Taj Gibson? Probably not. Uh, well, one thing is going to change, right? He's not going to play 82 games again. Most likely. Yeah, probably right? not. We talk about that a lot, right? That like playing 82 is just not something that happens a whole ton. And then playing 82 two years in a row is real infrequent, right? Like Carl Anthony Towns has done it. Um every year of his career so far, but that's just not that common. So he probably misses a few games, like plays like 78. Um, sure. So, so if you're looking at like total values, right? Like you get on basketball monster, wherever and look at like total value rankings. I don't know that I draft him there because he did play all 82. Um, the field goal percentage probably goes down a little bit in the sense that he shot 57.7, which is really, really high. Uh, other than that, I mean, I think he's going to do pretty much all the same stuff. Points probably go down a little bit because the field goal percentage went down a little bit. So, I mean, he's a top 100 player. He's definitely a top 100 player. Uh, Bialica is not on the team anymore. Bialica, that's probably how you say it. Um, he's that's not on the team anymore, play. so that, that, that means... Yeah, I'm, I'm working on my accents. Um or my pronunciation, I, I would say. So Bielitsa so not I'll, playing on the team, I think, is, is better for Taj Gibson's value, but I don't see Taj playing like significantly more minutes. I just think that it makes his role safer. Well, I mean, 33, right? Like, there's probably not that many more minutes out there. No. Especially for a guy at, like you said, 33 years old. So he's 95th in Mark's rankings. I think that's relatively fair i don't know that he's going to be like a top 75 player or anything i think he's just inside the top 100 um he's ranked 101 on yahoo as far as yahoo adp and espn he is 137 so nice little value there too low too low on espn um yeah i I mean i it's one of those players where like if you need something consistent you forgot to solidify your big man bench like go for it but other than that you know the upside is not there with Taj Gibson so if you avoided him like no one's going to be you know laughing at you at the end of the draft but um, 
I think he's just going to have another really consistent, good quality season where he's a top 100 player and he gives you good value night in and night out. So props to Taj Gibson. Uh, the last, I mean, the last player that I am going to talk about, and then, you know, Tyler, you can talk about whoever you want. I'm not going to talk about anybody else on this team. I mean, that's not true. I'm going to talk about Derek Rose at some point. But um, the last person I'm going to talk about when it comes to fantasy is Andrew Wiggins. And what I'm going to say about that is I'm not drafting Andrew Wiggins. That's what I have to say about Andrew Wiggins. I'm not interested in Andrew Wiggins as a state of league player. But for some reason, Yahoo has him ranked 86th, and Mark's rankings actually have him at 82nd. So, now, Tyler, what am, am I missing something here? Or, will, or are you where are you at with this? So, I'll, I'll say two things. I'll explain to you why Mark's rankings have him so high. So, Mark's rankings use the last three seasons as a relative guide for what this player is going to do. And so if you look at the last three seasons, right, you see that when Mark's projections, he's projected for 20.4 points a game. And the whole reason for that is the last three years have been 20.7, 23.6, and 17.7 points a game. So you do some quick and dirty math, right, that averages out to relatively 20.4 points a game. So Mark projected relatively the same minutes he's got the last three years, so that worked the numbers out that way. Um, I don't think we see that, right? I think that 17.7 that he got last year is probably more like what we see. So there is a big three points is a lot, right? Two and a half points is a lot. It's a big difference, especially for a guy that basically only scores. So that's where you see the big decrease there. And I don't know. You said you wouldn't draft him at all in a standard league. And then maybe this is my second point. If I'm a points-needy team and he's available like at ESPN, 124 next to the last pick, is there going to be anybody who's going to score 17 points a game with your last pick? There might be. Like, uh, I've seen uh, Zach Levine fall pretty far. I've seen Jabari Parker Okay. Fall pretty far. Uh, and, there might be. Again, if I'm in a pinch and there's just nobody else that late, and I, I, I was stupidly forgetting points, there's nobody else that late with 20 points. He does bring a category um, at, to a high level at what would be considered an end of the draft total value. So that is saying something, especially in your head to head leagues. So I get it. I understand why people are going to pick him up. I understand why he might be draftable in us in head-to-head leagues. I'm not drafting him. He's not good. He's a terrible fantasy player. He scores. He could score 20 points a game, perhaps. I doubt he's going to do that next year. But like, so what? Like you're just giving me nothing else every single night other than points. Well, and when we talked about and this. unless I'm, like I said, unless I'm desperate, I guess it, it, that I guess twenty points is too elite to be streamable. It should be owned. <laughs> probably, well, we, I'm not going to own him. We talked about this when he was getting the you know the year before when he got the twenty three point six. It's like okay, so that's a lot of points, and that's going to help you make up ground in that category. So maybe you try to acquire him, right? If like the in a road league, if the only category I can move up in is points, maybe I try to acquire him. 
but he actively kind of hurts your team in some other areas for where you would have to pick him. Like if you're in Yahoo League picking him 85th, like you're just doing it wrong in my opinion. Like he doesn't give you the value there. Like there's just nothing that you're like, man, he's really going to help me here other than points. And he has no mobility to go up, right? 35.1, 37.2, 36.3 minutes the last three years. Like he's not playing any more than that. No, he's definitely not going to be playing. His usage couldn't be higher. In fact, his usage should go down. He took almost 16 field goal attempts last year. And Carl Anthony Towns, who's one of the most efficient and best scorers in the in, in the league, only took 14. What's wrong with this picture? Well, I think this team would be a lot better if they traded him. To, if, being honest, like if, in real basketball perspective. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Get rid of him. Don't need him. Doesn't so, fit a role. So I, I'll say, though, that there there maybe is a spot where you do draft him. But here's the other thing, too. Like, in a standard league, now in a deeper league, I might I might have to draft him if I really need points. But okay. But in a standard league, like, if he's even going to be, like, one of my last couple picks, I probably want someone with some upside in those picks, number one. And number two, I want somebody that I can cut if they're doing bad. Like, Andrew Wiggins is just going to do Andrew Wiggins stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I don't There's really not want him a lot either. Outside there. In the standard league, I don't really want him. I don't. Okay, <laughs> no, I don't want him at all. Like I said, and, you know, begrudging pick by me if I own him. Yeah, like if it's late in the draft, like Dennis Smith. If you're looking for points, Dennis Smith Jr., T.J. Warren. If if guys like that are available, like why am I who who do something else other than score, but do score maybe not to the level of 17, 18 points a game like Andrew Wiggins. Um, okay, cool. Like, I just, I still just much rather have Eric Gordon or Brandon Ingram instead of, of Andrew Wiggins, just every every single time. Not Just not interested in Andrew Wiggins. I'm never going to own him on any team. Fair enough. All right, the rest of this team – do we even need to talk about Tyus Jones, Gorgeous Dang, Gorgeous Dong Dang? Do we need to talk about him? Um, so he played 17 minutes a game last year. And this is this is kind of the point I wanted to make with these two players is one played 17.1 or 16.9 and then one played 17.9 minutes a game last year. Tibbs it just, just makes them not relevant. Tibbs just doesn't play the bench. So even if you're thinking no. about these guys – in a deeper league, like it's just so hard because Tibbs just doesn't give them any minutes. And he's not going to. He's not going to change. Nothing new is going to happen there. I guess uh, Gorgie Dang might be like a flyer you take in a very large league because perhaps if there is an injury of some sort and he can start getting 24, 25, 26 minutes in that range, he does become uh, pretty valuable. When it comes to fantasy, he is a good fantasy across the board type producer in a nine cat league. But other than that, in a very deep league, I, I just can't really recommend any any of the players on this team. Uh, but uh, if we can, all you kids out there, uh, go look up Derrick Rose MVP highlights and just you know pour one out because my God, that man was uh, beautiful to watch play basketball. All you haters out there, I don't need to hear any trash from you. You know nothing. What I, I think, think that's it for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Part about Go that ahead. is 
the people who still think Derrick Rose is the best point guard on this team. Yeah, the so the the Derrick Rose, I'm, I I love Derrick Rose and I'm a huge Derrick Rose fan, but I'm not a Derrick Rose stan. Like I'm aware of uh, uh, that he is no longer talented at a, at a even a I don't even know if he's a backup point guard. I think he could be a backup point guard in certain situations, but that's his ceiling now because of the horrible um, injuries that he has suffered over the last you know five six years. Um, so the, the, the people who think he's great, I have no idea what you're talking about, but what's worse are the people who thinks, who think Derek Rose was not that good. You are wrong. You are ignorant and you have no idea how basketball works. That's, uh, that's what I have to say about you fools. Well, and the game also changed very quickly in that time too, right? Like Derek Rose never been a good three point shooter. And so no, but neither was uh, Russell Westbrook. Neither was Russell Westbrook, and he averaged a triple double and won an MVP. Oh yeah, no, Just I'm not saying. saying I'm not saying there was that a, good. And and Derrick Rose was That's great, right. right? That MVP year, but for even yeah. Derrick Rose to be a backup now, right? The game has evolved to where people want a lot of floor spacing on those second units, and he just doesn't provide it. And he, he doesn't have the athleticism to get to the rim the way he did in that MVP year. So it's even hard for me to get on board and say, like, he's deserving of a 24, 25-minute backup role now. Like, yeah. He had his moment. He doesn't. You have to be pretty elite to not have a shot. Right. And and unfortunately, you know what I mean? Like, their injuries robbed him. We can both agree on that. But unfortunately, like, his day probably has passed him by for the most part. Rest in peace. Pour one out. Respect always, Derek Rose. Um, I think that's enough waxing out about Derek Rose. And I think that's it for the Minnesota Timberwolves. If you liked what you heard, we're continuing our 30 teams in over 30 days series. Uh, please send us feedback on Twitter. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. You can find Tyler at Tyler P. Watts, W-A-T-T-S. Feel free to tweet at us with questions, comments, feedback, stuff you want to hear on the pod going into the preseason. We will take all your feedback, and we will incorporate that into the content that we are going to provide. And if you like what you're hearing, rate and review us online. That helps. Tell a friend that helps more. But most of all, what helps is subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash watching the boxes. If you subscribe, you'll get access to content. Um, exclusive to only Patreon subscribers. You can join Tyler's Dynasty League or my boring redraft league, which won't be that boring, I, I assume. Um, they're also the winner of those is going to get a prize. The winner of the redraft league is going to get a prize. I can't speak to Tyler's league, but the, the winner of the redraft league will get a, a prize sent to them. So that's, you know, pretty cool. And we also have some even uh, some higher echelon uh, rewards for for subscribers you can uh, talk to us via chat we're going to do personal q a's with subscribers who uh, have uh, certain statuses so check out patreon.com slash watching the boxes we will be back with another team in our 30 for 30 soon thanks everybody 